God has no Blackberry or iPhone, but he's my favorite contact. God is not on Facebook, but he is my best friend. God is not on Twitter, but I still follow him. And even without the internet, I am always connected to my father. My God is not on Gmail, but he's always online. Those of you over 40, you remember Mama Nam used to say, uh, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. <laughs> Today is Pentecost Sunday. Let's, let's revisit that day 2,000 years ago. Uh, our scripture text will give us that uh, revisit. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And Acts uh, chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. Acts 2, verses 1 through 4. Four. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and a set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then the 12th and 13th verse says, as they came out of that upper room filled with the Holy Ghost, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, you, you can't. Some of us quench the spirit, and that's a sin. But those of us who release him, uh, there's power uh, that, that permeates our very being, and you can't keep it on the inside. And that's what happened to the 120 disciples who came out of the upper room. And the 12th and 13th verse says, And they were all amazed. There were people from all over the nations who had gathered in Jerusalem, and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. A cross-reference scripture for today uh, is 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. The sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, and Carmi, and Hur, and Shobel. Our title for this first sermon is Pentecostal Praise, Part One. Uh, there's a difference in Pentecostal praise and uh, what we call praise in the 21st century. Uh, we call making noise praise in the 21st century. We call just screaming, hollering, saying something. But when it's Pentecostal praise, it, 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 it comes from the Holy Spirit. See, we can't praise God in the flesh. We must come out of self. And the Holy Spirit within us will please God in the praise if we release him to do so. That's why I've titled Pentecostal praise. Pentecost means 50th. It refers to the Jewish feast held 
50 days after, uh, after uh, the second day of Passover. After the second day of Passover. And it was called Feast of Weeks in Exodus 34, verse 22, and Deuteronomy 16, verse 10. The Feast of the Harvest, it was called, in Exodus 23, verse 16. Pentecost, a day of thanksgiving to mark the end of the grain harvest, a holy Sabbath day. The day Pentecost in Acts verse 1 through 3, Jesus was with the disciples for 40 days, then ascended back to heaven. Ten days after his ascension, the 50th day after his resurrection, uh, the words of Joel 3 verse 18 and John the Baptist, Matthew 3, 11, were fulfilled. And on this day set aside to praise the Lord for giving his people a great harvest, the Lord began to harvest the lost souls of this world through his church. The church would never be the same. The church and the church uh, the church, uh, the people that made up the church will never be the same. Uh, um, we have changed uh, the format and the meaning of why we really come together. We come together as a sacred assembly. We are the church, but when we come together, then it ought to be Pentecost like uh, Sunday, every Sunday. We cannot duplicate the events of Pentecost. We cannot go to Jerusalem, enter the upper room, and wait to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost has already come and baptized every person who is saved. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. And, but watch this in Ephesians 5, 18. Uh, it says, be not drunk with wine when excess, but be filled with my spirit, said the Lord. We cannot duplicate the miracles of that day. The miracles are God's doing, and we are foolish if we spend our time seeking the spectacular. However, while we cannot duplicate the events of that day, we can duplicate the conditions that existed among the people of God on that day. And that's where we're going right now. We can see the Lord move in our midst in power and in glory in these days, just as he did in, uh, on the day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago. The revival at Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost is the greatest of all times. No revival has ever been so sudden, so tremendous in its immediate effects, and none so lasting in its results. 120 disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ were suddenly emerged in the Holy Spirit and their character changed and the way that they spoke changed. They spoke a different language and it was a wonderful. The church was set on fire. The church was birthed on fire. We need another Pentecost experience when the church and the congregation is filled and set on fire with the Holy Spirit. Now... For the rest of the story, now that you know why we're here, what Pentecost really means, set your own atmosphere where you're sitting. We can set the atmosphere. We can't duplicate what happened, but we can set the atmosphere so that the Lord and the Holy Spirit will be pleased and, and we can have a Pentecostal type experience. Set your own atmosphere. 
There is a spider, and I may have told you this before, called the water spider. The water spider, uh, this spider lives on the edge of the water, and, and, uh, and he lives there uh, until the conditions are right. Then he goes and lives under the water. Now, he breathes oxygen, but he lives under the water. But this water spider will, will go to the edge of the water and form a little bubble of oxygen. He will take that little bubble of oxygen down to the bottom of the lake and wedge it between a rock. Then he'll come back up and make another bubble and bring it down and wedge it into that single bubble. He keeps doing that, repeating that, until the bubble of oxygen is large enough. And then he enters the bubble and he can survive for hours underwater. What did he do? He set his own atmosphere. You got to get with me here. You got to get Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm going to set my own atmosphere now. It is Pentecost, and I'm the day of Pentecost. I'm going to set my own atmosphere. Now, tell them, I don't know what you came to do, but I came to celebrate Pentecost Sunday. You know what? I am amazed at the attitude, uh, Bishop Blake, of some of us have, and some of us have adopted. I, 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 it blows my mind how many saints even come into the house of God week after week and leave the same way they came in. It's mind-boggling to me how they can allow an atmosphere outside to bring it inside and hold them down from blessing God in praise. How do you bless God? By praising him. I am amazed. It's mind-boggling to me how many saints even treat the church just like they treat their job. They just show up, put in their time, they complain about everything that's going on, but do nothing to help the matter. It seems like you ought to get tired of being uh, tired and sick and tired and tired of the same old things. You, you ought to be get tired of living from day to day without joy, peace, and happiness in your life. You ought to get tired of just going through the motions, uh, being down and out, going through, going under, going backwards. Is there anybody in here getting tired of that? then you ought to be tired of coming into the cathedral week after week and leaving the same way, leaving here with the same old problems, leaving here with the same old heartaches, leaving here with the same old headaches, leaving here with the same old letdowns, leaving here with the same old disappointments, leaving here with the same old setbacks. I don't know about you, but on this Pentecost Sunday, I'm going to get free. I'm tired of being down and out. I'm tired of being the tail and not the head. I'm tired of being the defeated and not the overcomer. I'm going to live up to what God has called me to be. Uh, let me suggest to you that part of the problem is we respond is how we respond to life itself and what life brings to us, how it treats you. Part of your problem is your reaction to life itself. Part of your problem is that you won't praise God in spite of. Is there anybody in here got an in spite of praise? I 
I, I don't feel the energy right now, but in spite of praise, I've got some problems awaiting me when I leave the, the, the service today, but I got in spite of praise, I, I, I got a little rheumatism right now, but in spite of praise, I got a little arthritis, but in spite of praise, tomorrow I've got to face a court, got to face an unemployment line, I've got debt, got a doctor's appointment, but I got to, in spite of praise, on this Pentecost Sunday, We all know the saying, when the praises go up, do we really know and understand, uh, uh, as Blake Jr. said, do we really understand the power of Pentecost? The power of Pentecost praise and what Pentecost praise will produce? Let me help us today. I need this myself. Uh, praise can cause walls to fall, asked Joshua. Pentecost praise can cause the fury of fire to quench as the three Hebrew boys. Pentecost praise can quench the appetite of a lion, asked Daniel, trying to say to you there is power in Pentecost praise. Understand me that when I tell you that praise is uh, permeated with the productive power. There's nothing negative about Pentecostal praise. It has productive power. True Pentecost praise has a, has a pro, pro, propensity and the propensity to be a powerful producer. How is praise a producer? Well, look at our cross-reference text. Our cross-reference text comes from 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. The text informs us that Judah had some sons. Five of them. Watch this. You must absorb what I'm getting ready to tell you right now before we get into a, a, a fanatical praise. But notice it says Judah had five sons. Everybody said Judah had five sons. But notice there is no mention of the mother anywhere in this passage of scripture. There's a father who's a producer. He's present but no mention of the mother, the carrier, or the womb. The point is, Judah, which means praise, shows up in the worship service. You do know that Judah means praise. His name means praise. Judah shows up in the midst of the worship service and is looking for a partner, looking for a bride, looking for a womb, looking for a carrier. On this Pentecost Sunday, he's looking for a hookup in this service to help nurture the seed that must produce the sons of Judah, but he can't find one. The secret is Judah isn't looking for just anybody. Some of us are not attractive to Judah because our hearts aren't right, our, our motives aren't right, and our intentions aren't right. That's why it seems like we're going through pains and going through the same thing, but we have no kingdom building. Uh, when we leave church, we're just not fulfilled. That's why the church is boring to some people, not those of you here, maybe the next service. The devil is beating you down. The, the enemy is wreaking havoc on your life because you refuse to hook up with Judah. Judah means praise. We got to consummate our relationship with Judah. But I, I need to tell you that there are some advantages here to hooking up with Judah, especially on Pentecost Sunday, and stay hooked up with Judah. Because when you and Judah praise, hook up, you produce five sons. 
I, I know you already know this, but I'm going to tell you about these five sons. Judah's five sons, their names have meanings as well. Let's infuse the meaning of Judah's five sons with his name, Praise. The first son there in, in, in our text is uh, Perez, and that means breach or cut off or divider. Here it is. Understand me when I tell you that when you praise God, he begins to cut off some things. You produce a divider, a cut off Perez. He begins to cut off any, cut away some things in your, in your life that hinder you from your forward progress in him. Perez creates a dividing line between you and what God has called you to be. You do not, watch this, you, 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 you do not have to work on this thing. Just hook up with Judah and you'll produce a Perez. You, you do know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The point is, if Jesus' intention is for you to have life more abundantly, then that's enough reason to praise him right there. Because when you and Judah praise, hook up, out comes Perez, breach or cut off, divider, and Perez will cut off the tactics of the enemy. While you're sitting in service and trying to get your praise on, he'll cut off, the, he will divide you between what's happening around you and what needs to happen in you. So every time he tries, the enemy tries to derail you from the plan of God in your life, your Perez shows up and cut him off. Every time he tries to remind you of your past failures, your Perez steps in and reminds him of his own failure. Every time the enemy tries to block you from reaching your full potential in God, your Perez steps in and cut him off at the point of his attack. When you hook up with Judah, praise it will produce a Perez, which produces a Pentecostal praise. The second son's name is Hezron. Hezron means shut in, surround, and shield. When you hook up with Judah, he will produce a shield. Isaiah 59, 19 says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard, a shield, a buffer, a safeguard against him. Psalms 91 verse 1 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Understand that Hezron blocks all the fiery dots of the wicked one. Hezron can shield you so that you won't even see the dots coming at you. You're so caught up in your Pentecostal praise with Hezron that no one and nothing else around you matters because you created your own atmosphere and you got Perez and you got Hezron in your own atmosphere. True Pentecostal praise will create that kind of shield and hell and all of the fury of hell cannot break you down. You got to get this. Get this right now. Get this, get this. 
We got to put some meat on the praise. Watch this, get this. Your Pentecostal praise can take you to another place. Watch this, watch this. Can take you into the deep recesses of God, into his Shekinah glory, uh, where, 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 where just being present won't take you. You, you, I don't know about you, but, 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 but every, every time I come to worship, whether I'm preaching or sitting, uh, like third Sunday when Bishop Blake was preaching for me, I, I, I emptied myself of myself. And I said, come on now, Judah. Come on, five boys. Get me developed into this Pentecostal praise so I can get into this Shekinah glory of God. Is there anybody here who wants to teach preach? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God, God, your Pentecostal praise can take you into the holy of holiest. When you hook up with Judah, somebody said praise. It will produce Perez, divider, said divider. Hezron, shield, which produces a Pentecostal praise. The third son is karma, C-A-R-M-I. And that means vine dresser or harvester. First of all, you need to understand that there is a difference between a farmer and a vine dresser. A farmer harvests his own crop, but a vine dresser harvests uh, that which he did not plant. A vine dresser harvests his own crop, <laughs> but a vine dresser harvests that he did not plant. Watch this, Bishop. Watch this, Bishop. Not only that, but the vine dresser doesn't just do it when he gets ready. He doesn't just harvest when he gets ready. Understand that harvest time comes in its own season. You don't just harvest whenever you want to, but it has to be done in its own season. The point here is when you hook up with Judah, praise, it will produce a karma as a result of your Pentecostal praise. God will put you in a season to harvest, to inherit that which you don't necessarily deserve. The Bible calls that grace, but another word for it is favor. Huh? Ah, watch this. Through your praise, God will cause blessings that you don't even deserve to come your way. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something else about seasons, something about seasons. Why can't we tell the difference between the seasons? God said, I'm telling you, stop looking at the seasons, waiting for them to change. Why, Father? Because your season is already here. When you hook up with Judah, praise, it will produce a karma, a vine dresser. Watch this. People will begin to look at you and wonder, how did you, how come you, how did you get that? Why are you walking into that? How can your household have all of that? How can you be blessed like that? I know where you come from. Who are you anyway? Why are you praising God like you're doing? You didn't used to praise him like that, but I didn't hook up with Judah before. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, the reason is I've hooked up with Judah and I'm getting ready to put on my Pentecostal praise. Now, now, now going forward, every time I say Judah, I want you to shout praise. <laughs> 
but it's not because of what you've done. Watch this. That, you've got, that you're reaping your harvest in your season or who you are, but it's simply because of your praise that produce a karma. Karma will cause people to look at you funny. Karma will cause saints that sit beside you on Sunday to treat you funny. Karma will cause people to talk about you. Karma will cause people to ask all kind of crazy questions. But you need to understand that when you hook up with Judah, karma is produced. Blessings will come forth. Folk will trip off your favor because they don't understand why you're in such favor and operating in such grace. And I'm just, I got news for you. Favor is fair. I know what the song says. I know what everybody else is saying. Favor is not fair. You saying my father is not fair. My God is fair. He favors those who are in favor to be favored. What I'm trying to say is when you hook up with Judah, it will produce a Perez divider, Hezron shield, Karma vine dresser, which produces Pentecostal praise. There's a fourth son, and his name is Her. H-U-R. Her means liberty. Her, uh, her helped Moses to free Israel from uh, Amalek. He helped hold up uh, Moses' arms as he held up the rod. When you hook up with Judah, it will produce a her liberty. And the thing I like about that is her frees me from the opinions of other people. Her frees me from my past. Her frees me from the pain of the past. Understand that nothing in this life except salvation is free. And the Bible says in John 8, 26, he whom the son sets free is free indeed. So when you hook up with Judah, it will produce a her liberty. But understand that liberty that her gives you is not free. Try, uh, watch this. Sometimes, even in the midst of your Pentecostal praise, like this morning, you've got, a, you, you've got to fight to get free. Sometimes you've got to fight uh, anxiety. You've got, you got to fight tiredness. You've got, you got to fight through whatever's going on in your mind. Uh, listen, when you come to the household of faith, whether it's Pentecost Sunday or not, you ought to come with a made-up mind. I come to lift up the name of Jesus and to glorify the Father under the dynamo power of the Holy Ghost. Watch this. There shouldn't be any other agenda on your mind. We need to be free, her praise, free from distractions, free from disruptions, free from disappointments. That's why worship and praise was uh, preceded the word. Worship and praise is important. It's important in the life of the believer. Understand that Pentecostal praise is your weapon why because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of doctors in high places. Watch this, saints of God. You cannot fight back the devil and principalities unless you get into the praise of God. God Almighty Jesus Christ, we know that praise will cover a multitude of your problems. I know that myself. Before I preach, I get my praise on. While I'm preparing my message, I get my praise on. So I praise several times before I come before you. And it works for me. God Almighty, I get energized when I praise God. I can be down and out, tired, worn out, broke and disgusted but when i praise god god almighty that beats back everything that tries to bring me down praise is the weapon that we use to get through the hell and the havoc that the enemy tries to bring your way it's through our encounter and experience and pentecost praise that we beat back the devil Praise. Pentecostal praise. Pentecost the liberty that frees us from bondage is that her praise. See, you got to have all five of the sons. Ah, and you got to take care. You got to nurture all five of them. Because we need you. You, you, better, you better learn how to praise God through your adversities. Learn how to praise God through tribulations. Learn how to praise God through hell and havoc. Learn how to praise God through sickness and pain. Learn how to praise God through your personal attacks. Why? Because when you hook up with Judah, it will produce Perez a divider, Hezron a shield, Carmine a vine dresser, and her liberty, which produces Pentecostal praise. Lastly, there's a fifth son. Oh, I love this son. There's a fifth son. You read it in the scripture. His name is Shobel. Shobel means embracer uh, of corn. Let me help you with this right here. God, nobody. I'm trying to teach me because I'm good. I got my mule already loose. Doctor, doctor, there's a doctor back there too, right? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Chappelle means embracer of corn. Ah, Chappelle has several meanings. At 11 o'clock, I'm, I'm going to do the other names, uh, uh, other meanings of the names, but Chappelle has several meanings. But I, I'm just going to drop anchor on corn uh, for, 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 for brevity here. The first one I want to show you is an embracer of corn. Understand that in the day and time of our text, there was no money system in place. They used a system of barter and trading, and corn was used by the wealthy as a form of currency. When you hook up with Judah and produce Shobel, uh -huh, God will use new ways to make you wealthy. Not always money. Yeah. Sometimes you'll bring a friend that money came by into your arena. 
that you need good God almighty Jesus Christ in times of trouble bring a friend to you who you don't want anything they don't want anything you just want the friendship God will make it happen to make you prosperous in stuff and friends God will use Chabel to bring you into the position to start that business you've been trying to start God will use Shabelle to bring you into the position to go forward in your ministry. God will use Shabelle to bring you into position to be all that God has called you to be. Not only will he do it, but he'll do it in such a way that it'll blow the minds of those around you. When you hook up with Judah and produce Shabelle, Doors will begin to open for you that were closed to you before because God loves praise. What I'm trying to get across on this Sunday of Pentecost before I take my seat is there is power in Pentecost praise. I dare you to praise God. Shobel produces Pentecostal praise. In the midst of your circumstances, in the midst of your confusion, in the midst of your crisis, I don't know about you, but I've got a praise for God in the midst of my problem. Why? Because he's almighty. Why? Because he blessed me. I can't praise him for you, but I can praise him for me because he cares for me. I praise God because he delivered me, because he erased the penalty of sin that was against me, because he forgave me, because he gave me eternal life, because he heard my cry, because he justified me, because he kept me, because he loves me, because he has mercy on me, because he never left me, not forsake me, because he opened doors for me, because he paid the price for me, because he redeemed me, because he saved and sanctified me, because he took my place on Calvary because of his undying love for me because of the victory I have through him somebody ought to praise God you can't produce the five sons and let you hook up with Judah turn to your neighbor and say I hooked up with Judah and I'm producing five sons. And all five of them have a reason to be in my life and in my praise. Can I get five witnesses? Somebody ought to praise him in this place because there's power, power, Holy Ghost power in Pentecostal praise. The Hebrew root word for praise all involves physical. It involves words, our bodies. It involves clapping your hand, singing, dancing, kneeling, taking a lap around the sanctuary. God Almighty, and all at the same time, you got a yada praise. A yada praise is a, as, a, as a praise team, when they said throw up your hands, they were saying yada. Yada means Father, I love you and I thank you for what you've already done for me. I yada you for what you've already done. I yada you for God, you've saved me and you keep me. I yada praise, but there is a kinship praise. It's called Toda. Toda is a throwing of the hands as well, but Toda is a prophetic 
praise. I'm thanking you for what you're going to do. I'm praising you for what you're going to accomplish. I'm going to do it because I love you. I'm going to do it because you bless me tomorrow. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm going to tote out right about now. I need some things to be taken care of tomorrow. I need some blessings to be taken care of tomorrow. I need some tomorrow blessings. I need some tomorrow breakthrough. I need some tomorrow praise. Oh, come on, Judah. Oh, come on, Judah. Oh, come on, Judah. Come on, y'all playing. Y'all playing with this. Pentecost Sunday. Turn to your neighbor. Give them a right hand of fellowship. Look them in the face. If they look away, then just pull on the hand just a little bit. Make sure they look in the eye. Say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but on Pentecost Sunday, 2016, I hooked up with Judah and we produced five sons. And I'm going to show you right about now how those five sons and Judah will cause me to act. Can I get a witness here? If you turn loose my hand, I'm going to show you how the Pentecostal praise God. I'm going to dance for the Lord. I'm going to shout for the Lord. I'm going to bless his holy name. Yes! Is there a yes in anybody? I see about three people who didn't hook up with Judah. I see about three didn't hook up with Judah. Don't be afraid of Judah. Don't be afraid of Judah. Judah, Judah produced five meaningful sons. And you've got to be in there with Judah. just got Rhema. I want you to look down at your feet right about now. And shout Judah, 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 feet, don't fail me, don't fail me now. <laughs> 